morning, Kaiser Nation. So we are trying something new today. So this is the first episode of Kaiser Nation Radio. So this is something that me and Sam have been talking about doing for a while. And it's fitting that we do it today because today starts the very first day of our new annual training cycle. Um, with the changes at CrossFit HQ, as some of you may or may not know about, uh, the Open is going to be shifted towards October. Uh, we'll still have the Open in February and March this year, but then after that, every Open will be in October from here on out. Uh, so what we are doing is we are going to shift our programming to fit around that new season, if you want to call it. Um, I am a big fan of the change, so what it does is it also aligns more with everybody's goals in the gym that's not a regional athlete, which is all of us. Uh, so uh, there are different phases in our training, right? Everybody wants to be big and strong, but everybody wants to have abs, everybody wants to eat all the good food, and so with this new change, it better aligns with what we naturally want to do. The holidays are coming up, we're all going to eat Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner and all these things, so we may as well train um, train accordingly and account for those things instead of trying to fight against it. It's unreasonable for me to tell you guys not to eat Thanksgiving dinner, right? So what we're going to do is for the next uh, 13 weeks, we are going to do what we call a hypertrophy training. So it's all about getting bigger and stronger. Um, and so before we go down too far down this rabbit hole, let me, uh, let me briefly talk about the two different kinds of athletes in CrossFit. And neither is good or bad, it's just what your goals are looking like. So we have the, the average CrossFitter. Um, I really it's the difference between working out and training, right? So we have people that want to come in. They come in every day for that one-hour class, and then that's it. And they're happy with that, and they love it. They know they want to be stronger, healthier, live longer, live better. Long-term, they don't have any specific goals to lift any certain weight or com- compete in any competitions. or They're not training for anything specific other than life and longevity, which is a great goal, and that's where all of us end up at the end of the day, even if we were once competitive. Um, For these athletes, the regular wad four, five, six times a week is perfect, and that's all you need. And the the idea is to slowly increase all of our modalities, our strength, our flexibility, our endurance, everything, very slowly over time. The the biggest deal with this is consistency. Um, It doesn't matter a whole lot what we're doing as long as we're varying the functional movement patterns in a way that's gonna make everything better. This is kind of what CrossFit was built on. This is the original thought of, of the pyramid that we talked about before, with the nutrition, the metcons, and the gymnastics, and the weightlifting. Um, however, there's a lot of people that like to train more like athletes, and me included. I'm very competitive, and I, I have goals to be bigger, stronger, faster. Um, the one hour a day of class isn't necessarily the best way to do that the fastest. Now, uh, it is... Um, the heart of CrossFit is the community and we love it. And so what I've been wanting to do for years is build a competitive program that can combine the regular class with extra volume that um, will periodize these goals. So what we're looking for is over the next year, we're going to go through a few different phases. So I already said that we're going through hypertrophy, so we're going to get bigger, stronger. After that, we're going to take that new muscle and turn it into strength. Teach the muscle how to work. After that, then it's time to um, apply speeds to that strength. So then you think about your your box jumps, your plyometrics, your your Olympic weightlifting. And then the last cycle going into the open is just raw fitness, aerobic capacity, being able to go into that pain cave and um, 
maximize your your power output for workouts to do well in the open or crossfit style competitions right uh, so each one of these is split into roughly 13 week blocks um the reason why we like to do it in this this order uh, is because it's very natural we call it phase potentiation but you don't have to worry about that too much so what's going to happen over the next 13 weeks is uh, we're going to eat a lot of food so we may as well use all the extra food to put on some size um now not saying that everybody has to do this, right? So this is just extra volume that I'm going to put up. Um, and um, I'm not sure where I'm going to post it exactly. I'm going to find a spot on the website. It'll be upstairs on the whiteboard. Um, uh, but I'm going to make a website spot or a, a separate Instagram to post all these things so it's not getting confused with our regular, our regular programming. So what it's going to look like for the next 13 weeks, and this is broken into three three specific phases where you have either a three or four week increase in volume and then a deload week. So what's going to look like is this week, um, we'll have it's high volume compared to where it used to, but then next week will be a little bit more and the third week will be even more. And then that fourth week, we're going to cut the volume down, give your bodies a chance to rest and recover. And then going into the second phase, the volume will again be even higher than this first four week cycle. So the idea behind that is that we're, we call it periodizing volume. So every week the volume gets more and more. Um, and then the volume like really the thing about the sets that you do the the near maximal sets can be a, a good way of thinking about volume um this is the biggest driver in gaining size uh this is what bodybuilders live on they do lots of large sets at moderate weight they they always do several sets of like that eight to 12 reps that's just a good rep range where we can have a pretty heavy load but still move it for lots and lots of reps which is going to build up a lot of um a lot of things are going to happen to your muscles that are going to spur growth. Um, and so we may as well take what the bodybuilders have learned and then use it to help ourselves. Uh, the other key thing here is if you're not eating, you're not going to get bigger. Um, once you get past that kind of beginner phase, that first year or two, maybe even three years of training, uh, at that point, you can do whatever and you're going to gain strength. You can do curls and your back will go up. However, once you get into that intermediate phase, which is where a lot of us are now, uh, and you have to be a little bit more careful. So what this training is going to look like um, in conjunction with the nutrition. So if for me personally, I am going to up my calories by about 500 calories a day uh, and then hold that for the next 13 weeks. So the goal is for me to gain a pound, pound and a half a week, hoping that, I don't know, 40, 50% of that is muscle. And so then later in the year when it's getting hot and we start cutting weight, when I cut down to a, a lower body weight again, I now have more muscle on the same size frame. So that's kind of the idea of this the kind of cyclical process. Um, it's impossible to get bigger, stronger, and leaner all at the same time. Um, it's at least very, very difficult, and it's, it's near impossible if you're not a beginner athlete. So uh, if you have questions about the nutrition, feel free to ask me or Sam or any of the coaches. Uh, but the key is more food means you're gonna gain weight. And as long as you have the right composition and you're training hard, meaning you need a lot of protein, uh, carbs are gonna be big for this this cycle. Those carbs are gonna make you grow and they're gonna give you the energy to do lots and lots of extra sets. Um, now, let's talk about the actual programming. So, the volume is very, very high and most of you will not be able to do all of the programming, um, or I should say you shouldn't do all the programming. Uh, if you do all of it and then you can't, you know, you, you overtrain, it's going to actually slow the total results. And so 
If you've never done all of this extra load before, what I suggest is just picking one or two movements or maybe three or four of these things and then hold that same movement across all four of the weeks. And so for like example, this, like we are gonna do squats every Monday. This today is three by 12 at the same weight. Next week will be four by 10 and then five by eight. Each week it gets a little bit heavier and you do a little bit more total reps if you do the math. So this is periodizing that volume. Now what you don't wanna do is do the squats this week, do curls next week and then squats again the week after that. You wanna keep that same movement every week. It's a little bit boring in practice, but it is very easy to watch and maintain that volume. Uh, so there, pick the things that you struggle with the most. There's a lot of strict gymnastics, there's squats, there's a lot of shoulder presses and bench press. Pick the things that you either want to grow the most or you know is a weakness for you, attack those first and then see how you feel with the rest of it. But try to be consistent with which things that you choose week to week. Um, all this stuff will be posted upstairs um, and so it'll look very similar week to week. Uh, so far today, it looks like I did it this morning. It looks like it's gonna be about an extra hour worth of stuff if you were to do all of it. Like I said, pick half of it if you want. Um, yeah, so that looks like that is going to be our extra training for the week. If you're a regular member, uh, I guess regular, I guess a day-to-day crossfitter and you don't care about doing this extra stuff, the wads aren't gonna look def- that different for you. There is a slight bias towards this training because what we do is we made the whole program and then I picked things out to do in class. And so you'll see the whole program and then I just pick things out to do class so you can do class and then do the extra stuff so you're still part of the community and we don't have this this giant open gym session all the time and people never do in class. Uh, As far as this week goes, um, I don't think there's any crazy wads. Uh, Let me think. Uh, The the muscle-ups, we're going to do a lot of interesting scales. Um, there's a lot of you that don't have muscle-ups or even like chest-to-bar pull-ups. It's totally fine. And so what we're doing there is we're going to do a max effort bar hang. Either chin over the bar if we can or just a dead hang. We're going to hold as long as we can and then go out and run. So you guys aren't doing one pull-up or one attempt and then running for 20 minutes straight. Other than that, I think the wads are pretty straightforward this week. Um, yeah, so this is our first attempt at this. So let me guys let me know what you guys think. If there's any specific topics that you guys want to me to talk about or you have questions about, uh, let me know at the gym. I'm going to try to do this weekly. We're going to see what happens, trying to take advantage of that hour drive up to work. Um, well, I like to keep this short and sweet, so um, thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you at the gym.